is not always with you a playthrough podcast set in the star wars universe from the people that bring you the out of the basement podcast this podcast features a group of players new not just to the d6 star wars game put out by west end games but new to role playing in general we hope you enjoy the show to another episode or another recording session for The Force Is Not Always With You, a playthrough podcast. Uh, my name is Devin Turek, and I am, of course, as always, joined by Jennifer, Alan, and Dan, who will be reprising their roles as Kionan and Murta, Roger Murta Naya. and Naya the Bounty Hunter. Mm. <laughs> I was expecting you guys to go and talk about your characters, but fine, no matter, don't worry about it. <laughs> It's more fun causing awkward silence. <laughs> Which I'll then have to cut out. <laughs> Alright, uh, so the last adventure saw us escaping from the doomed planet, whose name I can't even remember right now. That's going to explode eventually. Yeah, it's about to go supernova, so they've decided to leave that sector of space altogether. It's not as lucrative for them as they were expecting it to be, even with the, the last successful mission where they got some... Uh, a family off the planet after having their ship stolen and encountering some um, legal difficulties along the way, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so currently they find themselves on their ship. So the view outside your cockpit is a steady blur of brilliant colors as your starship blazes through the dazzling realm of hyperspace. With casual interest, the pilot, who I guess would be Roger Murtaugh, notices that one of the power indicators begins to fluctuate. According to the engineering control computer, a loss of efficiency to the magnetic baffle is causing a power drop-off to the hyperdrive. This sort of, sort of thing has happened before. You give the indicator a little tap with your finger. The reading obediently turns normal, then plummets to absolute zero in a whining scream, or as a whining scream, reaches from the rear of the starship. Alarms echo through the hallways, and thousands of red lights flash in protest. What would you like to do? So, the original thing... Well, I'm just, Where am I? Where would I be? I don't know. Where would you like to be? Where would you normally be during piloting of the ship through hyperspace? Where would you should be? Well, technically, I'm kind of like the Chewie, so I'm probably just sitting this multiple chairs in the cockpit. I'm sure there are. Yeah. I might not be in the co-pilot, but probably sitting somewhere in there. Okay, so you're in the, the cockpit? Which means I probably know what's going on. Okay. Um, I would immediately... I'm assuming I know what part was on the original thing that... Actually, would I know what part of the ship is just fucked up, or does it seem all of it's fucked up? Uh, no, it sounds like it's a... a that's specific. something that's specific to the hyperdrive itself, or it's a, it's what it's, was what was the gauge that failed thing, or the gauge that just went drop to zero? Was uh, it? it's the power indicator, or the the indicator for the magnetic yeah. baffle. That's probably not good. No, but so apparently the magnetic baffle is what keeps your whatever. It's on the inside of the ship itself. Okay. But it's it it 
it, it creates a magnetic um, um, containment field around, like, say, the antimatter or whatever it is that powers your 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 anti your hyperdrive. Okay. And loss of that will release the stored energy if the magnetic. Uh, well, let's go down yes, to the actually, hyperdrive and see if I can. Really, you should just make a quick uh, space transports repair roll okay. to see if you can figure out exactly what's going on. Do you Perfect. understand what it is? Maybe? Yes. Wouldn't there be like display screens that would show you all that stuff? There certainly are indicators, like little lights that flick to tell you warning, warning, warning. What kind of ship is this? It's an old ship. It's not a brand new... Yeah. If your car lights up, knowing exactly what that noise means today, because... Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen. Oh yeah. Are you happy with that roll? <laughs> oh, did I give you guys character points in the other last game? Do you uh, have a supply of character points. Yes. To spend? I have seven. Okay. So that, that sounds like a brand yeah, new number. Okay. Yeah. Because usually you guys oh, yeah, are no, down to like one. I know you did. Uh, okay. So the Starship's power is generated by a high-speed hydrogen fusion generator. The only thing keeping the fusion reaction under control is the magnetic baffle. Without the baffle, all of the fuel components would rapidly react, uh, thus ensuring an explosion that would incinerate the ship and anything in proximity to it. Yeah, people don't know fusion reactors, but okay. What's that? People don't know fusion reactors. No, probably not. <laughs> these, remember, these are, these are games put up by, like, writers. Uh, it'll probably melt a giant core in the fucking engine, but don't think it'll explode. But in space, I think both are equally bad. So. Sure. Uh, so there's probably two things we can do. One is try to repair it quickly, and if it doesn't quickly get repaired, we need to probably abandon the ship. Unless there's a planet or something okay. nearby. Yeah. Y- yeah, but then we... D- so, wait, so did the ship stop moving? Like, it's not just the baffle, but the actual power is lost? Um, no, it's not, it's not a loss of power. It's a loss of power to the magnetic... Field, We're still moving. You're still yes, yes. Okay, and, so and if if things don't get either turned off or or okay. fixed or yep. contained yep. within like the next yeah, so twenty to thirty seconds. I'm guessing that I noticed this thing happen. Yeah. Besides the fact that there's also a yes, signal there's, there's <laughs> so probably what I would have immediately done is say somebody whoever the whoever one of you is the closest go take a look at that. Well, I'm gonna try to land. land. I'm so get, get the fuck out of hyperspace, mm-hmm. figure out where we are. Yeah, first. exactly. Right. So you guys are currently in hyperspace. Yeah. So you want to drop out of hyperspace first? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a space transports roll. So fifth, 16, actually. How do you feel about that role? I feel okay about it. Okay. I feel like I'm going to have a glass to deal. Okay, so you drop out of hyperspace. Um, you do so in a controlled manner, and uh, you find you are relatively close to a uh, gas giant, but before you deal with any of that... Um, there's there's still an issue with the okay, the uh, reactor and stuff going on. I would so like to be moving towards that. And go ahead and make yourself a space transports repair roll. Ah oh, fuck! Wow, that looks horrible. What'd you get? Mm. Six with a one on my blue dice. Two of them 
were one. <laughs> Two were one. Uh, I have a plus one. I, it's 40 plus one. Do you, okay. have, you have new dice too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, got a, I got a six on my first one, my blue dice. It's how I got the other one, so I guess it's only fair. <laughs> Please don't tell me a ship blows up and we're already. Boom. Yeah, you're all dead. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so you attempt to uh, disengage the main generator and put the hydrogen fuel into a cold storage position, but you are ineffective. Un- un- Unable? You, you, Both. It doesn't work. It is ineffective. <laughs> it's ineffective. And you are unable. <laughs> Correct. Uh, what you do, however, is end up venting it into the, the compartment that you're currently in. Currently awesome. in. Uh, so go ahead and make a, uh, a, a stamina roll, or strength roll, sorry. Oh, Ooh, it's not so bad. That's nice. nice. Twelve. Okay, we'll roll these. Oh, sorry. The four is uh, the the blue die is yes. your single die. Okay. No, the red one is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, you're you're definitely going to be feeling the effects from this. You basically um, run out of the room. <laughs> it's it's not in the engine anymore. Right. Uh, you shut uh, you shut down the the door. And I guess there's probably a way you could vent it into space if you needed to. I was going to say, isn't, if I remember correctly, the engine's in the middle of it, so I've got two bays on either side. So right. I would, I'd probably have to go down one of them. He's... <laughs> Just vent it out into space? I'm not the one with the bike in it. <laughs> okay, so you managed to vent the, uh, the remainder of the fuel out into space. However, that causes your, uh, your main reactor, and you've shut off the main reactor. So currently you're existing really without power. You have uh, mag- um, backup batteries. Um, they'll probably sustain you for about 24 hours worth of use before they fully run out of charge if they were fully charged and if nothing goes wrong. Ominous. Maneuvering thrusters and repulsor engines are operating currently at 50% capacity and or can operate at about 50% capacity for about an hour on emergency power before they shut down. Um, weapons and shield systems have enough energy for a few scant seconds of offensive or defensive capability. Uh, ion engines, since they depend on the baffle for fuel components, are currently unoperative. I'm assuming the likelihood of me actually managing to fix this would have defeated the entire point of this. No, there actually is no way to fix it. You could have brought it you could have shut it off in a con- contained manner where you wouldn't be as bad off as you are right now, but you... But you rolled a one. That's <laughs> what you're trying to say. <laughs> um, go ahead and make a, uh, another space transports repair roll. This one's going to be a difficult roll. Well, it wasn't horrible. 17. Mm-hmm. Difficult means 20. Feel about that. Um, I already have two ticks into that, which means if I put two more, sounds like we're on a spaceship. Um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Uh, so, wow. 20. Okay. How do you feel about that? <laughs> That's the next magic number, so fuck it. I got them over you. <laughs> okay. Um... 
you you realize that um, so what has happened to that baffle is that it's been completely um, stripped of all of its shielding and to fix this you're going to need a, a very special compound called polydex 9 something that's usually found in imperial class starports or starship construction facilities the sorts of areas where like a lot of um, heavy-duty work is done on starships. So like a, a proper repair facility, that sort of thing. Is there somewhere around us like that? Well, you currently have no idea where you are. You were traveling through hyperspace, yeah. and, and all of a sudden, shit got, went wrong. Right, we Shit got real, yo. Right, so you can make a astrogation roll, I guess, mm. the, yep. the easiest. Or actually, um, you do have your sensors are still working. You yeah, could roll that. Uh, yeah. So what do I roll for sensors? I don't have that as a... Oh, you don't have sensors? Okay, just go with astrogation. Yeah, I got astrogation. Sensors. Okay, I should be good. Okay, so... 13. If I'm not confident in his ability, when I get to the bridge, can I fucking scan for shit? You can. How do you feel about that roll? Yeah, I'm just gonna use that and then we'll see what Dan can get there. Okay. Um, okay, so I know what's wrong, and are we currently in like a stable state of fungus? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're, you're, you're currently at least moving, kind of. In, in the... I can go back to the bridge and the shit's not gonna blow up further. No, no. The, the, everything's off right now. Like the engine is turned off, and you've vented all of the right. I just fuel. Wanna make sure it's safe to go back up. So, um, we're fucked, we got no power, and we need some serious repair. Yeah, I just rolled an extrication roll, though, I'm still trying to figure out what just happened. I'm talking to you in character. Yeah. <laughs> right, so at, at, at this point, you're now entering stuff into the uh, hypercomputer, uh, now the computer, and waiting for it to spit out some data. Okay. This is like, go for a coffee soda? Right. Yeah. It's like, it's plugging code. away. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I found anything yet? No, our fucking piece of shit computer is super old and slow. <laughs> While we're waiting for this, why don't you uh, check our sensors? <laughs> I was going to say, if you have found shit, I might as well give it a try. Why not? Yeah. And this is where it comes into play, because I'm 5D1 for this shit. Wow. Okay. I was made for this shit, man. Okay. Finally, you put me on the... Oh, my God. Hmm. Oh, my... You got a lot of ones. Twos. <laughs> what did you roll? I, I, I rolled a 13. On how many dice? Three. Yeah. I rolled the same thing on five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at least we might get that faster than our astrogation computer. Uh, you do notice that there's a... You're in a star system. Uh, the system has seven planets, all of which are orbiting around a twin... Uh, a, a pair of twin stars. Battery still looks like a very star system. Um, they're in the orange stage of their life cycle, apparently. The sixth planet, which is the one you're closest to, is a large gas giant composed... Well, who cares what it's composed of? Um, and it's surrounded by a bunch of moons. Ooh, moons. Uh, moons that would have decent-sized gravity? Quite possibly. Yeah, they're, 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 this is probably one of the largest gas giants you've ever seen. It's almost like a mini star. Okay. Uh, likelihood of one of those moons potentially having something on it. Well, if people in the system 
potentially, but can't tell if there's... Can we tell if there's anything? Uh, if I had rolled better, I'd be able to tell if there's shit in the system. Um, no, actually, your census roll is enough. Uh, there's a tightly packed blister of life on the far side of one of the barren moons. Ah. I'm assuming that's the only thing within traveling danger distance? Yeah, you're you're close enough to this gas giant. I'm guessing we can't land this piece of junk in this state. Well, you can. Your your um, your maneuvering thrusters and repulsive lifts operate at fifty percent capacity for about one hour, and you're you're close enough to the planet that you could probably get into mm -hmm. orbit and then land the ship before you fully run out of power. So but it's really close. We only get one. We only yeah. need to pick one place. Right? Gas giant moon. Is this because it's a gas giant? Is this moon like Earth size or is this like moon, no, like moon no, size? No, it's, it's not Earth size. It's still about moon size. Okay. Okay, so reduce gravity well. Easier landings. Uh, so that was the information we got out of the sensors. The astrogation computer is still not. It's still working. Plugging away. Working, 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 working. It's got that hourglass that spins. And it's got, it's yeah, got that progress bar that fills, <laughs> but when it gets to the end, it just restarts over because it's an animation with two ends. Right, exactly. <laughs> it says like 10 minutes, and then 2 hours, 15 days. Yeah. I told you we should upgrade it from XP. <laughs> now look who we got us. Alright, um, well, we can either wait for the astrogation computer, or we should just go for the moon. Wait, that's no moon. No, it's a moon. <laughs> I, I think the astrogation computer sounds like it's an ass right now, so let me just do the creation part over to the moon. Okay, so you uh, start heading over towards that the moon where you're getting life re readings and power uh, energy readings. Hopefully not death. So as you near the um, uh, the moon. You see your uh, communication light start to flash on your dashboard. What happened, sir? <laughs> There's a light going off indicating that you were being hailed. Okay, well, I guess let's answer the hail. Yeah. Unknown Starship, this is Eknos Starport Control. Uh, welcome to Eknos. Are you coming in for a landing? I'm going to put my hand over the microphone for a second. Do you guys know what Eknos is? I'm assuming you can just turn the mic off. It's a computer. Mute. <laughs> Let's just pretend with my hand on the microphone, guys. <laughs> it's way more cinematic this way. Never heard of it. Mm. Okay. We don't care if it's Imperial, right? Uh, Most likely. Is certain that. death. Probable death. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're... Uh, our, uh, our ship is uh, under emergency power, I guess. Hmm. Uh, we're looking for uh, to be able to, to land and repair our ship. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, yes, uh, here are some coordinates for you to land. Uh, pillar A9, that's uh, that's your designated uh, landing spot. Thank you very much. Okay, so as you get closer, uh, you notice that there's a city underneath a dome, similar actually to the last place that you were at, which was also under a dome. Because it's in a hostile environment, you see, the, the, the moon that 
It's currently situated on his Baron. Or because I got us lost and turned around. And <laughs> oh my god, how awesome would that Yeah, that would have been pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> unlike that place, ideas. Yeah, unlike that place, there's no flow of traffic as millions of people are fleeing the, the system. Um, and actually, unlike that place as well, this has proper air airlocks. So as you approach the dome, um, a, a hole opens, you enter, the hole closes, um, something gets vented, and then another hole opens on the inside, and then you're let through. It's a proper airlock, air, airlock process. Really? Not just like Star Wars magic force fields of ships go through and air no. on the inside? No, no, it actually is like a proper airlock. Uh, oh shit, did we, did we know what we needed? The part that we needed? Or the something nine? What was it called? I feel bad because at some point I think we're supposed to write this down, but we've just been relying on you going, you told us that so we know it. Yeah. <laughs> something something nine. Yes, it is indeed something something nine. It's called Polydex nine. Ah, that's why. I was thinking Polydent. Yes, exactly the same. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I'm used to the computer quest log keeping track of this shit for me. <laughs> Uh, so you're, you see that you've entered a dome that's a massive hemisphere circling an area of around 20 kilometers in radius and uh, looks to be more than like thousands of stories high. So basically it's, it's almost like a vertical city. Um, access to the dome is through one of eight airlocks. So you are indicated to land on one of the circular landing pads mounted in a cluster on top of the pillars uh, that, that actually formed the city itself. So this is kind of what it looks like. You see four landing pads at um, opposite corners of, uh, of a large giant pillar. And then there's a central turbo shaft um, for each landing pad. And then there's like some computers and stuff over here that you can uh, interact with. And then as your ship lands, a lot of little automated things start coming towards it, poking and prodding, uh, hooking up computers, that sort of thing. Mm. So around this point, your Navicomputer finally does come through and indicates that you're in a system known as the TIN system. And this is the sixth planet in the TIN system. And on this planet, there is a city called Eknos. And here's some information about Technos. Eknos, if you're interested. Alice. What? Gas giant's magnetic field. Fuck the fair thing. Now it says the uh, gas giant's powerful magnetic field has forced travelers to get pulled into the system. Son of a bitch. It's kind of exactly what happened, isn't it? Bitch. Sorry. So if that comes up on our computer, I'm going to be like, well, that's what fucked us. It does seem like that might be the answer to your problems. Well, the, co or the, the cause of. The cause of, you're right. Yes. So it was the answer, like, hey, knowing the thing makes it fixed. Sweet. <laughs> okay, so you land your ship on one of the round landing pads on Eknos. The blue transparent steel dome stretches far overhead, while some airspeeders and smaller ships zip around as larger vessels enter and exit through the airlock entry ports at the top of the dome. Your quarter of this pillar looks out towards one of Eknos's polar caps, where the gas giant Tin 4 dominates the night sky. In the center of this landing pad cluster is the central support for your docking pillar with turbo lifts at the center. Looking downward over the edge of your landing pad, you see at least 50 levels of docks cloaked in white mist. 
The smell and sounds of Ecmo City flow up from the unseen bottom. So next to Turbo Lift, Lift is an automated docking services computer that uh, you can deal with in order to get uh, some minor repairs and damage stuff, um, refueling, consumables, that sort of thing, if you would like to uh, do any of that. Well, first thing is he's got a way to query if it's got the, uh, there's any Polydex 9 uh, capable places to fix shit anywhere in the city. Or would it not have that kind of information in it? Um, go ahead and make a computer use roll. Yeah, I wish I had that shit. I had some of that. What did I have? No, I didn't. That was security. I have nothing. Well, it would just be technical. Because it's general technical? No, actually, no, mechanical. It would be mechanical. Mechanical? Wait, what is mechanical? Would it be technical? Let me see here. Sorry, programming is technical, so I guess computer shit's technical. Yeah, it'd be technical. Yeah, horrible. Wow, got a ton well, of that was horrible. Hmm. That's an eight. Hmm. Anybody else have a better technical? Well, I got two D plus one. Theoretically, you could. Two D plus two, but I got three D. Hmm. Chance of it getting better, but I don't know. I've been rolling a lot of ones here. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a one, it's like, oh yeah, it's over here. We end up in a horse. What? A uh, technical roll? <laughs> uh, you, you, can, <laughs> you, you can make technical to uh, to go ahead and and mess around with the computer and get some some repairs and or other stuff. Like you'll definitely need to refuel. Yeah. So we can all do that. I, I can do that too. Um. Yeah, I mean, you, you could, or you could just help each other and just kind of all do it together. Same like, no, 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 this, no, nah, you're you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like the two people typing in the keyboard at the same time. That's right. <laughs> I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is you guys are terrible at this. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jen, do you want to give it a shot? Okay, sure. I'm determined to do it. Just uh, two days? Two days. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. You're just like them. <laughs> You're worse. That was a one on that. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make planetary systems if you have that as well. Knowledge. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Ten. Okay. Um, Wait. No. Eleven because plus one. I can't count. Okay. So you kind of um, do a search to the computer systems looking for shops where you might be able to find tech, uh, Polydex sign. And uh, it gives you like a list of maybe 10 or so um, high-tech um, computer, or not computer, Starship Repair um, facilities or uh, companies in the lower levels that would have access to that sort of material. Okay. Well... <sighs> I suppose we got to start somewhere. Yeah, let's go. Here's top a list. list. Throw a dart. Yeah, let's start at the top. Okay. So you take the turbo lift down to the, the lower levels. So Echnosis streets are little more than narrow corridors surrounded on all sides by metal gratings and masses of hopelessly tangled pipes. Light wisps of steam cling to the walls and the bottoms of the passageways. 
Some of the floor sections are steel plating, while others are grating, allowing you to see down to the lower levels of the city. Above, you can see the booths or f and feet of thousands of other beings on the next, uh, the next higher street level. Turbo lifts are scattered throughout the main thoroughfares, although landings, ladders, ramps, and stairwells are more common. So the area underneath the dome is almost completely filled with the city itself. So the dome is, it's not like you have hundreds of meters after the dome before, like it's literally, they've grown out as much as they could underneath this, this current dome. Yeah. You pass by you know, the normal things you find in, in high-tech cities, uh, hotels, casinos, uh, retailers, um, all sorts of places. I'm not worried about finding a place that has stuff. I'm not worried about finding a place that we can pay for this stuff. Right. So there's a plethora of stores uh, selling technological wares, um, weapon shops, um, regular manufactured goods, technological devices, that sort of thing. You could rob one of these stores, make some money, and then... <laughs> Alright, well, let's walk into the first store that looks like it could uh, sell... Uh... Sure. Hello, customers. What can I get for you? We're looking if you have any Polydent 9. Polydex, you mean, I think, my friend. Ah, uh, yes, I was just kidding with you. No, we, we are actually currently out of Polydex. Uh, we could order you some, but it would probably take about a week for it to arrive. How much do you usually sell it for? What's the price on that thing? Oh, we're selling it for 5,000 credits uh, per, uh, per canister. How much do people usually buy of this? <laughs> oh, it depends on the size of their ship, my good friend. What is that? What, you what, need to know. I uh, have to fix the damn thing first. What, yeah, uh, what ship did you come in on? We came in on the Donatello, which is a uh, turtle-looking thing. It looks like a turtle. And this guy has any idea what the fuck a turtle is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we only think it looks like a turtle because we know what a turtle is. <laughs> I don't know the name of that. Where's the book? It's like a truck. No, we saw it online. It's a what? It's a gatroc. Are yes. you making that? That's what no, it was. That's, that's actually what it's called. Yeah, it's a gatroc. Gatroc. Ah. Or a baff, baffle. Uh, oh. Goes to a computer and, and, and types. He Googles it. He Googles it. He Googles it. Okay, so I could have Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll probably need about uh, two canisters. Do you know anywhere uh, that would also be able to use this uh, to be able to fix magnetic uh, baffles? Oh, yes, we, we could certainly install it for you. Yes, absolutely. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, does that price include installation? Oh, no, of course, that would be a little extra. How much would that? Uh, probably a thousand credits. So we're talking about 11,000 credits. And also, how many days, you said? Oh, week? probably a week before it arrives. So a week and 11,000 credits? First of all, the week at least... <laughs> Go over here while he can't hear us for a second. Let's just talk amongst ourselves. First of all, <laughs> a week would give us time to somehow get 11,000 credits? Actually, I still have quite a bit of credits from my last... I just last... added up all my numbers. I've got 12,033. Uh, three. How do you have 12,000 where the rest of them only have like, she has eight. I mean, yeah, I have 89, 88. Somehow I have a very specific amount okay, of credits. Okay, then maybe I have the same amount. I was just adding, maybe one of the other numbers, I had an 8833. Maybe that was the total. Hmm. Yeah, but I had a credit 30, stick 30, with 3,500. Yeah, you probably did have a spare credit, credit stick as well. Yeah. You may have gotten it off of someone. Yeah, I had a credit stick with 3,500 on it. That was the biggest change in my 
don't know, I just did all the math. I'm like, I got too many numbers on here. Fuck this. So, I don't think we want to spend 11,000 credits if we don't have to, though. Well, I, ideally, we're making more money than we're spending, yes. Ah, so if we ordered this in, but, uh, you know, it turns out we didn't need it, uh, can, we come in, can we come in later on and just cancel order before the week is up? And, well, once we put the order in, it, it'll get shipped out. And once it's shipped out, it's en route. And it would be hard to cancel the order and have the ship turn around and go back. But aren't you out of stock anyway? Don't you need to <laughs> it's, uh, very I think well. he's asking more, when, when's the next time it would be on the shelf? Because if you have it on the shelf anyways. It's just a commonly required item, so... Yeah, I'm sure if you didn't pick it up, somebody else would probably buy it. We're just we're just looking for. A, a but uh, we'll we'll need you to put down a deposit. <laughs> Why don't we go find? Sorry, sir. We're gonna see if we can find somebody that actually has it in stock, uh, and uh, and we'll be back if uh, if it's the same everywhere. Uh, good luck then. Uh. And by which I, of course, mean bad luck. I hope you don't find it. You're forced to come back. Who <laughs> doesn't tell it to you? He's kind of muttering that to himself. Foreigners. Yeah. It's, it's like, fuck, if I just had it on the shelf, I could have made money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two on the list, apparently. Uh, you run into pretty much the exact same thing in every shop. It's it's such a highly required commodity that nobody has it in stock. Yeah. Well, there 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 are a couple places that do have it in stock, but they jack their prices up to like three times the normal selling price. Okay, so the next well, let's just go to another store where they don't have it. Once mm-hmm. they don't have it, I'm going to tell the shopkeep. Well, I don't know if we want to pick it up. We're going to see if another place has it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can if you can get it as a discount, then we'll just order it from you and we won't even go to another store. Sorry, I had a second thought in my head. If it's sold for three times, why don't we just order it for the low price, order twice as much, and sell it for three times as much and have twice as much money we started with? Well nobody's <laughs> buying it obviously, that's why it's still there. No, yeah, the three times price here. Yeah. Twice as much? We buy twice as much. We sell We're gonna just get into the Polydex <laughs> 9 business. That's what we just turned this game into. Fuck the mission. We are now selling Polydex 9. We're just gonna stay here forever. I mean, it sounds like a lucrative business. She can go into business. Sir, how much are you willing to sell your store for? <laughs> 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 yeah, all I know is if we did start doing that, he'd say, and market collapse, and it's all worth two cents. Do you two think you could spend your life here on this random moon that we just arrived at? Who would I shoot? There's a, there's a lot of people. You can find love somewhere. I'm sure there's enough badasses to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Uh, one of the few, one of the things you do notice, um, as you're wandering through the streets, you're actually starting to, not starting to, but you've been getting strange looks from people. You specifically? Yes, you specifically. Yeah. Is it because I'm black? Yes, it's because you're black. <laughs> Is it actually because I'm black? No. <laughs> oh. It's it's because you've uh, you've appear to have metal pieces attached to your body. Yes. Um, this actually is something you've experienced before in, especially in Imperial controlled space. Well, apparently there's, uh, people frown on the use of cybernetics. So this is, this is common prejudice that you've encountered before where people have kind of treated you shittily Hmm. because of your outward appearance. Because of the way, because of the color of my skin, basically. 
No. The metal. Skin. Yes. Yes. The the the, the composition of this the is future racism. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Um, however, you you do notice that there are more people who are sporting cybernetics in amongst the the populace here than you've seen in other regular places. So it. More prejudice and also more people. Not more prejudice. Oh, same prejudice. Same amount of prejudice, but there seems to be more people who actually have cybernetics in this uh, city. It could be because of um, other, some other things that you've noticed as you're doing your shopping and your price comparisons. Um, it looks like manufactured goods and, um, and, and technolo technological items are actually sold here cheaper than you have seen them other places. However, things like um, foodstuffs or um, luxury items, those raw materials especially, those prices have actually been, been jacked up quite a bit. This is like California, so I don't know if we want to start a business here, guys. No. <laughs> it's a tech industry, but just the Everything cost of sucks. living. Is and there's no ocean to get fish out of. No, there's an ammonia cloud in the atmosphere. That is a high flash point, but it's very explosive. I'm just putting it out there. That's okay, so um, can I go into one of these tech shops and look at like an upgrade of my cybernetic pieces? Sure, yeah. yeah. I'd like to go in too. Yeah, you guys want to take a look? I'm just gonna do some shopping. Okay. Is there a price list? Um, yeah, you can see things like what kind of stuff are you looking for? Let's well, get eyeballs. So I, my cybernetic arms. Eyeballs. Oh, eyeballs. Yeah. Well, I, I have a cyber eyeball. I think right under my cyber eyeball. Yeah, yeah. Under my uh, eye patch. My. Maybe you didn't actually list it. I thought I did though. Nope. Uh, anyway, my cybernetic armor is plus one D, so if I can get a upgrade to that, would be nice for brawling. Mm -hmm. uh, wait, it's to resist, resist damage. resist damage though, yeah. So you want to actually get it upgrade to actually help you in combat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's sort of like enhanced servo motors and and. Uh, I'm guessing the things I'm going to come up with now probably won't be in that book, but there's nothing to, uh, like, upgrade my... Again, I have an eye patch, and I, th I could have sworn that I had a cybernetic eye underneath, but I haven't listed it, so maybe I just imagined it. But there's a cybernetic eye that can do, like, x-ray or, uh, you know, enhanced vision of some type? Um, sure. Steal my thoughts, man. Can you get your arm to help you climb, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, if you want to just get things like an eye, it's around uh, 3,000 credits. Holy shit. Just a new eye? That's singular or a pair? Uh, probably singular. Mm, but that's uh, for basic prosthetics and operation. So it's almost completely lifelike. A difficult perception role is needed to tell the part apart from organic. So your um, arm obviously does not have that. I was going to say. You were just like a cheap metal replacement. If you don't care about it looking, mm -hmm. but you just want features, does the price drop for yes. the not looking, but then increase for the features? Yes, yeah, so it would probably be around the same. Um, high sense enhanced eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is to give you bonus to things like enhanced IR or UV for each point of, um, for each pip of bonus that you want it to give you in whatever skills you're using, 
it would cost you 100 credits. It's like point meaning like plus one? Right. So every, every yeah, so basically okay. it's, there's three pips to each die. Okay. So if you wanted to put up a full die, that would cost you 300 for each skill that you wanted to apply to. And then so you have to say, to the base skill! To the base skill would be Wait, ten what? times that. Okay. Why is it 300? Why isn't it more? Okay, so to, to get a skill from three dice to three dice plus one yeah. would cost 100 credits. Oh, to I see. To three dice plus two dice. would cost 200 credits. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. You're saying if I paid for the eyes and I wanted to put it, could you actually put it towards perception? Or would, no, that, that wouldn't make sense. You couldn't do it broad category. It wouldn't make really it, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Um, Kraken's field guide. Do I have Kraken's field guide in here? Apparently, all this information is in Kraken's field guide. Increased perception attributes. There's a high full sensory package that's 400 credits per pip. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Is it just. Gen- oh, that's generic cyborg enhancement, right? Or I'm just that's, that's the enhancement to the cyborg eyes that you're getting installed. Oh. So if you want to have your eye replaced, it would cost you three grand for the eye and then for whatever extra for the. 1200 for uh, perception D? Uh, 400. 1200 for whole dice, though. So. Yeah. Let us start combat earlier. <laughs> <laughs> then again, it just can be another dice to get a one on. Uh, you want a weapon mount? Mostly, I think I want that uh, a cyborg guy to be able to do uh, like lie detection or like some sort of perception increase. Uh, for something like that, uh, it would probably be the the perception increase would be your best bet. So he would use his. Towards more range yeah. stuff, you would use yours for more detail, close-up detail stuff. But the, the the overall cost would be about the same. Yeah, which is three thousand per eye. I would only do the one eye. I only right. do the one eye. Uh, and then you said it was how much per dice? Four hundred. Mm-hmm. And my perception three D, so it'd be twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. Be nice, nice to have that. I think I'd rather have that first. If I got something secondary, it would be. So, what would it look like if I wanted to get like a? a... So, I guess I'm looking for a damage increase in the arm, right? Mm-hmm. Because right now it doesn't have any damage increase. It's a plus one d four resist damage. We're looking for a plus one for, I guess, melee. Okay, so you could. <laughs> for the cost of oh you already have this so you wouldn't have to worry about the uh, the surgery cost to replace the arm because if I'm just upgrading there right you can actually what, what you can do is you can actually have your whole arm turned into like a weapon mount <laughs> what do you mean well so your arm ends in a socket onto which a, <laughs> a range of specially modified weapons can be mounted oh wow uh, static weapons Cannot be mounted. Custom cyber weapons usually cost twice the normal cost of a regular weapon. Um, you said static weapons cannot be mounted? Standard weapons oh, cannot be mounted. So, okay, so you need some so, special laser or something, whatever the hell? Right, so, or um, a modified, um, you basically have to put a modified socket, at the, or, yeah, a socket at the end of whatever weapon you're using to fit onto your. It's like the Gardenia things where you just, like, the universe, you know, the the lawn equipment where you have just the the autumn, you know, the the hose with the little slidey socket thing. Yeah, yeah, sure, something like that. Um, every time a weapon is fired, 
or every round if the weapon uses a constant power flow, such as a lightsaber or a viber weapon. If the wild die rolls a three or less, the weapon fails to fire and shuts off, requiring an action to activate it. So they're, they're not dependable, basically, is what they're saying. Now, if you wanted to instead have something installed in your existing... Now, they'd probably have to replace your existing arm. So they'd have to remove your arm, replace it with a brand new arm, which would then be custom-made to fit in um, a slot that a Viber weapon could slide out of. Um, it would probably cost you around five grand for the whole thing to replace the existing arm. Luckily, you're already cyborg, so they wouldn't have to do surgery to replace your arm, which would add like another 2,500 on top of that. Or I could just do a home uh, weld a knife to my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could. Yeah. Could have scratched your head. Oops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it wouldn't look as nice. Does it come with a warranty? So you're saying, what had those chances to failure to turn off? If you have like, oh, if, uh, depending on what you roll on your wild die, if you roll less than a three on the die, then uh, it'll it'll shut off. What, you, what's it? Whatever Some, weapon you have on. Some that. electronic uh, something, right? So a gun or just for the cyber attachment, not normal. Yeah, just just if you attach a weapon onto your arm. Yeah. <clears throat> There's got to be some bonus then for the get like better aim because it's part of your body. No. So that it just has a shitty chance of failing. Why would you ever do that? Well, you never have. You never lose it. It's constantly attached to your body now. You can't be disarmed. Well... Other than by taking your whole arm off. I mean, there's a socket, right? True. If you were a uh, Nemiodian, Nemiodi- then you would have... The, there are other surgeries you can get. I think I'm half Nemiodian. <laughs> I'm a mom's side. <laughs> um, 5,000 bucks for a knife sounds... It would be cool, but I'd probably just go with the eye, eye, eye stuff. Okay. Yeah. Hmm? Before I start buying shit, actually, before I even make that decision, can I just, without even adding a weapon, can I upgrade the strength on the arm for for punching? You can, but or when the when person. when they do that upgrade, um, is it still replacing the arm, so it's no different. Right. It's still it's still replacing the arm, so it's, it costs a fair bit of money, and. Because of the additional weight or whatever else that they they ha- use to to give you that additional die of damage, actually removes the die off of your uh, dexterity. So if you want to add plus one to your strength, it takes one off your dexterity and costs four thousand credits. And another twelve grand for the search, but you don't have to worry about that because you already have the arm. If you want to add plus two to your strength, um, it's got to be plus two dice, right? Not, so basically, not plus two. you become Smash Ganondorf. Like a truck, but you can't walk two feet fast. Right, exactly. Hold on a second. Let's just I'm trying to follow this properly. So, I have dexterity and I have strength. Mm-hmm. Under strength, I have brawling and stamina. Mm-hmm. Under dexterity, I have melee combat. Mm-hmm. But then dodge. So, would I be upgrading my strength or upgrading melee combat? You'd be upgrading your strength to do damage with. Yeah, so. If you want to upgrade your melee combat, that's a skill. So, increasing the. the the heaviness or, or damage potential of your hand, but that wouldn't affect melee anyway. Melee is uh, weapon combat. Yeah. You want brawling for hand-to-hand combat. Mm. Yeah, which is a strength-based. So I have three D plus two on that. Yeah. If you want melee combat, I'd say you like the reason why it's under dex because like a faster, quicker arm mm. would let you like slice and get around people's knives really exactly. quickly. 
the one point I wanted to make, we still have technically 11 grand repairs we have to make, so between three of us, we, we need to actually still have that money left over. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, foresight. We don't have to if whatever we do gets us money. Yeah. Yeah. We could get a whole bunch of weapons and then rob somebody and then use that money to pay for the repairs. <laughs> pay for bail? Yeah, I mean, we could rob these people that were buying the upgrades from the horse place. Although the weapons store, so maybe not. I'm so neutral on this. Like, I'm just doing this because it makes the most sense. pragmatic about it. I have no problem with this shop owner, but if I have to rob him, I will. I'll tip him, and then I'll rob him. <laughs> I think you're the kind of character I would kill and never use for shits and giggles because you're a jackass. Possibly. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for The Force is Not Always With You. Please join us again next week for the continuing adventures of this motley group of adventurers as they travel through the Star Wars universe.